Shall we start the actual show? <laughs> yeah, I don't even know if we have a cold open, but it doesn't matter. I think we have something in there. We stress ourselves out over the cold open too much, I think. We do. We do. Like, who gives a shit? No one cares. I got to tell do. you something. I love the cold, the best part of the show. It's my favorite part of the Steve Mnuchin and I, we collect all of the cold opens of the show and we put them together in one long cold open. We listen to it all day, myself and Steve Mnuchin. I can't Steven imagine. As always coming in and I say, Steven, get out. We're listening to Deep. Me and Steve Mnuchin don't let Jason, what's his, Stephen Miller <laughs> come in. Jason Miller. No, Jason, Jason Miller is the guy from The Exorcist. <laughs> I just can't imagine a world where they're smart enough to actually like excerpt all the right parts from the podcast and put them together. <laughs> well, we have Jared do that. Jared comes in, he He's a little nerd and he oh, clicks okay. them, puts them all together. And then Steve Mnuchin and I listen to him all back to back, all 80 episodes. Jared Kushner clicks them. <laughs> the Kush knows how to do that stuff. We don't know how to do He that. knows how to click things. Liberate Kushner. <laughs> Liberate Deep. Whatever it takes. That rage will get you through. So welcome to another episode of the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. I'm Rachel. Oh, shit. And I am, I was going to do Steve Mnuchin, <laughs> but I decided not to. And I'm uh, the great, the great Phyllis Diller. Do you remember the great, oh, the great Phyllis yeah. Diller? Phyllis the great, Diller. The great comedian passed away. Not I died not too long ago. I was one of the great uh, comedians of my day. <laughs> Phyllis fucking Diller. Yeah, she bowed out before all this shit started happening. Phyllis Diller, I guess. I'm Phyllis Diller. I don't know. Phyllis <laughs> Diller is a funny name. It is. <clears throat> it is a really funny name. Phyllis itself is a whole, like, there has not been a child na- named Phyllis in 10 years. It's going to come oh, back. Hands down, not even just 10 years, like <laughs> 50 or 60 years. <laughs> if you listen to this fucking show, well, no, you would have to be 10 years old. But if you're like in the age range of the of a person listening to the show and your name is Philip Phyllis Phillips mm-hmm. Phyllis, please email us and we'll send you a prize. <laughs> Phyllis, and I'm not knocking it. It's a fucking great, it's a funny old name, man. Phyllis. It is, but like it's just such an odd one, too. Hello, I am Phyllis. Did you ever know a Phyllis growing up? No. I knew a Phil Phillips, so. You didn't know like a mom named Phyllis? I definitely, I did. Still do. Phyllis Legrano. I don't know any God moms bless. named Phyllis. I feel like I would know grandmas named Phyllis, but you never know people's grandmas' names. This was a mom. My friend Eileen Legrano's mom, Phyllis Legrano. She's, you know, still. Well, you she's have a not- friend named Eileen. So that's also like, I mean, I had one friend named Eileen actually growing up. Oh, so. Eileen was, was, was hordes of them. I knew an I grew Eileen. up in a fucking Irish Catholic community. Yeah, Lots of I knew Eileen's. an Eileen and an Aileen. I did too. So did I. <laughs> yeah, I actually, I knew two Aileens and one Eileen. Yeah, I did. I knew multiples of both of those names mm-hmm. and a Phyllis, <laughs> Phyllis Legrano, guys. The one of the great, great, the great Phyllis Legrano. God, one bless. of the great moms. 
God bless. She was, she lived on, I lived on the same block. Uh, what a, what a, what a lady. What a lady. But I'm Phyllis Diller, the great Phyllis Diller. The great Phyllis Diller. It was a kind of muted click open of that beer, but. Well, you know, you can't win them all. Rachel, why did we not have an episode last week? Because I didn't record it on accident. So Pat and I did a whole episode. Yeah, we did a whole. No one witnessed it. (laughs) We did a whole episode. We recorded all. Well, we didn't. That would be false. We did. We we acted out a whole episode. We did a dress yes. rehearsal. We did a dress tonight. rehearsal of this episode and then neither of us rewatched it. And I don't remember exactly what we talked about except for Steve Winwood. Do you know, I remember that we talked about Steve Winwood as well. And it's the only thing. So I was going back <laughs> earlier today and I was like, so we recorded a whole episode and like, was there anything that, cause I hate doing like, canned shit. Cause like, then it like mm-hmm. feels phony, but I was like, but it was pretty funny all the Steve Winwood stuff was pretty funny. Am I going to go back? Cause you were talking about Valerie, Valerie, that song. Yeah. And I was singing quarantine, quarantine and Liberty, Liberty. So and there's a to, lot of like three syllabled words that fit in there. <laughs> any three syllable word can work for the Steve Winwood song, Valerie. That was the joke. So we got it out of the way. Like, that's literally the only thing that I was like, I got to figure out a way mm-hmm. to shoehorn it back. And then you just gave it to me. Yeah. Wasn't there like a COVID-19 too? Uh, yeah, there was. A, well, yeah. that was. um uh, Know what I mean? COVID-19. Oh, the, yes. The 112 song, <laughs> uh, Peaches and Cream. From the band, the great R and B group of the. I was like, COVID nineteen is too many syllables. No, you can make it work. Ready? COVID nineteen. (laughs) You just go in COVID real quick. COVID nineteen nineteen. But really, we're talking about quarantine. Quarantine. That's not in my register. (laughs) Oh man! But we were drinking. Know what I mean? COVID nineteen. Peaches and cream. That was a good one. That was 112. A good one. God bless. 112. So, uh, yeah, we did record a whole episode. Well, we again, that's not the right word to use. We, uh, we thought we did. We spoke like we were recording an episode, but we yeah. didn't actually record it. But you know what? Sometimes, Rachel, that's for the best. It was probably a shitty episode. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like I wasn't drinking last week. I had had a migraine all day. Um I didn't, we didn't have even know that. Super exciting about to talk about in that episode either. Hopefully, we have more exciting stuff to talk about today. Well, I got news for you. It's the same episode, so we're not going to. And if anything, we already went through it. I don't remember much of what we said, and it was four days ago. <laughs> it really was four days that long ago. ago. We did it four days ago because we're recording this very early on a Monday. Not early. It's nine thirty p.m. But usually, we record it much later in the week. Yes, so, yeah. But we recorded last, last week, week. We recorded late. We recorded Thursday. We recorded on Wednesday. No, we didn't. It was definitely Wednesday. I thought it was a day late last week, wasn't it? A oh, dollar short. Right. <laughs> oh, I thought it was. I thought it was like a. a oh, you're short. right. It was. So it was five days ago. Yeah, you're correct. Mm-hmm. You are correct as always. Do you want to say something about that? No, no, no. I about was just saying a day late, a buck short. Guessing you say potato, I say potato. Remember, we were talking about that earlier. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, say we did potato. We I also say potato. Yeah, nobody says potato. No one says potato. You don't say potato. Potato. I don't say potato. Let's stop talking about potatoes. 
look, it's potato. If he said that, if he went, he was like, it's not potato. <laughs> if everyone's saying it wrong, it's potato. 35% of the country would go, he's right. I've always been saying potato. <laughs> he's right. He's right. Liberate potato. Liberate it. <laughs> oh, broomheads. It's been a tough week <laughs> in the world. Liberate potato. I hope you're all Liberate. holding up out there. Doing fun stuff. There may be broomheads out there who love the guy. I don't know what to, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to say. But I mean, that doesn't make it okay. No, but they may love liberate. They may think it's a, there may be a broomhead or two out there. Think that uh, liberate. I trust the science people. Liberate, liberate. That's why we didn't Imagine, get it to work last that's week. What, that's <laughs> fucking what Trump should do is get Steve Winwood out there mm-hmm. at his daily fucking briefings, which are not briefings. They're just fucking campaign stops. I haven't not seen any of his daily talks. I only have seen the fireside chats with Cuomo. <laughs> <clears throat> Today is Saturday. Did you post that? <laughs> no, no. It was like <laughs> on set. I thought you posted it. He was in front of his PowerPoint and his one of the PowerPoint things that just said today is Saturday. <laughs> that sounds like something I would have posted. <laughs> yeah. Today he is just Saturday. Keeps talking about his family, his mom and his What's his daughters? mom the rule? The Matilda rule? What's his mom's name? Matilda? Something like that. Yeah. All his uh, daughters are home now. Open it up. Liberate. <laughs> liberate Degrassi so anyway every you yeah. go it's been a tough week they've all been tough weeks <laughs> <laughs> last six of these fuckers have, have been have felt no like idea. six years I know people are like keeping track of how many days and I'm like I vaguely know when I started quarantining and it's been over a month now so I I don't know what that means I have to go back and count from the from the day. I know the date, but I have to go back and count all the time. Yeah, because it was the fr- Friday was like the last day we did anything before mm-hmm. St. Patrick's Day. One, two, three, four, five. This is this the is beginning of week six. Week, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> of like being completely at home. Now, here's a question. Here's a fun question to ask. Mm-hmm. When this all started, because, you know, just the day before you, it all started, we recorded a podcast. Uh, did you think six and a half weeks later, we'd still be in our homes? And, and we're not going fucking anywhere for a long time. Oh, no, no, no. Did we're going to be think, in our homes. Did you no. ever think? No, I didn't either. And it's funny because I have a good friend who lives in Hong Kong. And so he was dealing with this in like January and February and working from home. And then they had gone back to work. So I was like, oh, okay. Like maybe it'll be fine. But now they're back at home. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I did not. I did not. I remember like thinking nothing was going to happen. Thinking that it would just be like, uh, we'll just all Yeah, I mean, there's definitely was no... uh like we could, we know a lot more now than we did then. Yeah. Also, I remember, like I remember them thinking about like, oh, it's so hard to close the schools here. Like it's so hard to close the schools. And now it's like, oh no, like we can't do anything for a very long time. No and one will ever go to school again. What is school? Liberate school. I mean, we're going to hit like, I don't want to be too much of a downer, but the economy is going to be such a disaster. Pretty good. To oh, oh, 2009. Oh, 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 I thought you were going to say pretty yeah. good. Yeah, pretty good. No, it's going to be a complete huge mess. 
Hey, all you dickheads who spent all, <laughs> yeah, you yeah, dickheads we, who spent all these years working. <laughs> Jokes on you. Didn't fucking mean shit. <laughs> you idiots. Uh, it's a great time to sit in your home and write spec scripts, though. I gotta say. <laughs> How's your spec script? How's your speculative script? I haven't touched it this week. I was thinking maybe I should just scrap it all and write a oh, super store about the pandemic because I feel up? like they would yeah. do a good job with it. No, it's it's fine. I just, um, I've been working on other stuff, so. We're recording this on a Monday though. Isn't your class usually, doesn't your class it's Tuesdays meet Tuesdays uh, now. Yeah, this new one's on Tuesdays. 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 I used um, to like Tuesdays. I used to like Tuesdays. I used to like Fridays and yeah. Saturdays. Now I don't like any days. <laughs> They all kind of mean the same. I had a really great day yesterday. It was like a really chill, nice Sunday. And I was like actually feeling okay about coming back to work after two and a, two and a bit days of two being and off, half, I guess. Two and a, oh, two and a half men. You're right. Yeah, You're two and a half men. Time. After two and a half men. Um, and then it, it took like an hour of me being like, man, I feel really great to realize that I had taken CBD earlier in the day. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Do you just- take that? I didn't know that. <laughs> no, not often. But I had had some from a friend because I was trying it out. And I was like, oh, yes, I feel much better. Maybe I should just get a supply of that and take it every single day. And I might be able to make it through this pandemic and like, get some work done too. <laughs> Does it make you feel high, stone? No, no. You just it's just like anti-anxiety kind of. I felt I fine. Listen, I actually got like high. I worked more on my um big map behind me. I added more pieces to it. Oh yeah, look at that. Fuck. Um, yeah, and I like I wrote a pitch for my pilot class and I <laughs> cleaned the house and I like went for long walks and I was just like I feel great. <laughs> I've done absolutely nothing except have a, ch- a three-year-old tell me he doesn't love me most days. Yeah, that sounds so, about right. <clears throat> I, I feel good. for for everyone with children because this morning, I'm uh, so lucky this morning not to I, have one. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, you're so fucking lucky. Oh, my God. If I didn't have a kid, this would be great. Right? Yeah. You know how many? I would have already finished rewatching The Vampire Diaries. You know what episode of The Vampire Diaries I'm on? Listen, I've already, listen, I've seen The Vampire Diaries, but I'm rewatching it. Had I not had a kid, I'd have finished the whole thing already. You know what episode I'm on right now? What one? Three. You know how long I've been rewatching it? Six weeks. Uh, (laughs) uh, What was I going to say? I have made it through the first season of Mad Men and the first season of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Madison Avenue Menfolk. Yes, yes, the Madison Avenue Menfolk. You had said something. You said something, PJ Army, about... uh, I had something I want to say. I forgot it. You About the things that I did yesterday? (laughs) Oh, oh, I remember. This morning, I asked uh, my son, Max, Mm -hmm. if he'd give me a hug. And he said no, which is common. He's very, he's not a big affectionate child. He never wants to give me a hug. So I went, okay. And he uh, began to walk away. And, uh, and then he stopped and he came back over to me and uh, looked me dead in the eyes and said, uh, sometimes I can't give you a hug because sometimes I just don't love you. <laughs> and then he walked away. <laughs> See where you probably thought the story was going would be like a, a sweethearted story, and he walked away and then walked back and then gave me the hug. Not the case. I never got one. He told me he couldn't give me one, and it was the just that really did it uh, because sometimes I I just don't love you. 
<laughs> I saw Adrian posted something, I guess, <laughs> last night about like toddlers not having under any understanding of your own feelings. <laughs> no, they understand them. They just don't care. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. <laughs> they understand your feelings and they know that they make you sad. They just don't give a fuck. <laughs> I wish I could go back to being that selfish sometimes. He did tell me later on in the day that he did he loved me a lot. So okay. he 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 came back. I don't want to paint him as only a monster. He's yeah. mostly monster. He's yeah. 80% monster, but every once in a while there's something sweet. But is he a monster like cookie monster that's like cuddly and adorable? No, no, he's a shitty monster. What's a bad <laughs> like fucking Freddy Krueger? I don't know what's a bad one. Pick a bad one. He's a terrible monster. He's a Freddy Krueger. <laughs> he's not Sully, he's fucking Randall. Mhm. Mhm. <laughs> We were speaking earlier about uh, the days of the week just bleeding together. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, my friend, John Friedman, who's a very funny uh, writer and he's a comedian, John Friedman at Friedman, John on, on Twitter, he tweeted, uh, I went and found it because it made me laugh very hard. He goes, I've gone ahead and renamed the days of the week for use during this time. Searle doy, monfney, Day, borch, thurkle, frunch d, sat a day. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. John He's Friedman, good. everybody. He's a very funny human. And that's a funny tweet about the days of the week. That's good. That's good. Uh, I appreciate that. All, like also all the celebrities are going just as crazy. Like we're, we're all in this together, but all in very different levels. <laughs> Once you know who we are, we're all stars and we feel like we're all in this together. High school musical. <laughs> Maybe you remember it. Starring I never watched it. I never watched it. Starring Vanessa Hudgens. <laughs> <clears throat> Vanessa Hudgens. So they did that Disney concert thing. Mm -hmm. I didn't watch it. It was like a sing-along. Oh, I didn't see that. And one of the things they did was like a high school musical reunion. And all the fucking dorks from high school musical, with the exception of Zac Efron, came back and sang that, that song. We're almost together. Mm -hmm. Including Vanessa Hudgens, who, if you recall, about uh, four weeks ago, was uh canceled be on twitter because of uh she had said you know like it's a virus and i get it and people are gonna die and that's like sad but i feel like it's not that big a deal oh man she said I mean it in that video, one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life she goes I mean it I'm paraphrasing but it, it was yeah. like this she goes I mean it's a virus and like I respect that <laughs> Oh, no. I respect, I respect it. That. I respect it. Uh -huh. It's a virus and I respect it, but... I feel one. like two months ago, people were like, well, one to two percent isn't that many people. <laughs> I know, like, I know, I know. But I, I, I mean, I probably was one of those people thinking that. Not, not for nothing. Like, you don't yeah. think about what that actually, how big that number is. No, exactly. And I mean, also there's no way of knowing like what actual percentage it is. Cause we're not testing everyone and blah, blah, blah. But before we Never talk right. too much about it, <laughs> maybe we should get into this episode, huh? Once you know who we are, we're all stars and we'll see that. The broomheads are going to love that. What are we up to? What are you talking about? What episode are we up to? Are you talking about COVID? We're talking about six weeks. This is the beginning of the sixth week. <laughs> What are you talking about? Of Degrassi that we're supposed what to be show? talking about right now. What? Degrassi What's that? The Next Generation. Oh, Median teen oh drama. Degrassi The Next Generation from the yeah. noggin. Yeah. So, Rachel. From the CBC. All right. 
you're going to force me into doing this now. I would have liked to talk for another 20 minutes or so. Uh, <laughs> we already talked for like what? an hour. <laughs> what do you No, we didn't. Mm-hmm. We did speak a lot before we recorded. Yes, recording. yes. So you've had your fill of me. That's what you're saying. You're ready to get this show uh, on the road now. You're ready to barrel through this and get back to your oh, gym. I'm ready. I'm ready. Fucking I'm drunk. Not gonna, I'm not going to remember it. I oh, what are you ready to get back to put more pieces of your map up on your wall? Yeah, fucking drunk. Gotta work on some puzzles. Gotta get done all my puzzles. You got more puzzles to do? Yeah. Well, what I, kind I of got one from Kindle. Um, and then my parents mailed me another one. You're a real puzzle lady. You know that? I got nothing else to do. What kind of puzzles you got? Other you than my job or like cooking for myself or taking care of my dog or trying to do work for a class or recording this podcast. I got uh, nothing geez. better to do than Look puzzles. Out. What kind of puzzles <laughs> are these ones? A Fargo puzzle? No, that would be great. Is there such a thing? Imagine it would be like the it would be like the poster of Fargo, but it would all be white because it would all be snow. <laughs> be hard to do a puzzle like that if it was a lot of pieces. Would, it'd be it so would. much snow. It would be difficult. What kind of puzzles do you do in The Simpsons? No, this one's like a. Um, it looks like an outdoor space. It's like a mm. camper van, and there's a lake, and there's like a picnic table, and some Adirondack chairs. And Jesus lots of Christ, Rachel! Who cares? Let's get into the episode. For <laughs> God's sakes, you keep talking about puzzles. Fine, fine. <laughs> Which one did Kindle give you? The one of the the outdoor space, or that's yeah, the, one the, parents the gave outdoor you? space. The one that my parents gave me, we haven't started yet. Would you get a blur puzzle? Damon Albarn? Wish. Graham Just Coxon? Picture of Damon Albarn. His balls? Just his balls. That'd be he hard to do a puzzle of, actually. Just his balls? It would be very hard, if, especially if there's a lot of pieces, because it would be really just one color. So we're watching Degrassi, the next generation here on the Deep Podcast, Deem Podcast, hashtag Deep. And we're up to one of the great, one of the truly great episodes, which we already talked about five days ago. And we weren't that enthralled <laughs> with it then. I can't imagine <laughs> and that the feelings have changed very much. Uh, it's episode 504, which is the 85th episode of Degrassi, the next generation. 85 episodes deep. But because of all these damn two-parters that we keep getting week in and week out. I thought it was this is a- 75. No, 85. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, I know, Rachel. I'm right. Sorry. Jeez. I'm consulting my notes, which are always, as we know, very (laughs) Very accurate. accurate. Do not question my (laughs) note-taking skills. The 85th episode, but because of the two-parters, it's the 70th episode. The episode's called Foolin'. Foolin' is a Def Leppard song. Rachel, I already know the answer to this because we did it last week, but I don't remember what I said. (laughs) So what's your favorite Def Leppard song? Uh, I don't have one. Oh, Except I for maybe pour one. some sugar on me. Yeah. And then Def I told Leopard's... the story about seeing them play at the concert. You've already told up. that story though on the podcast. So listen, don't tell it again. Okay. Unless you're going to tell it. Okay. I'll tell the story, but as Steve Mnuchin. <laughs> I don't know how he talks because I've never heard him talk. Mnuch. Liberate Steve Mnuchin. <laughs> the Mnuch. Uh, Def Leppard's great. Uh, underrated band, even though they are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Interestingly mm-hmm. enough, they, they made it. They made it. Uh, they're a great band. They're fun. They're very popular. They're very popular. They're big hits, big hit songs. Like uh, Hysteria and Pour Some Sugar on Me and, uh, and Armageddon It and uh, 
rock of ages and photograph. I'm going to pick a single. It was a single from the hysteria album is my favorite song, but probably the least uh, lauded. And that's the song animal, which is the song I was singing earlier to you about the restless rest. I'm pretty sure that's what you chose last week, actually. And all this restless rust. That's not how he says restless rust. It's I got this feeling in the blood. I have neighbors. <laughs> but you I sang just, very far away from the microphone yeah, instead. I know, I know <laughs> because I didn't want to do it into the microphone because you get mad at me. I get mad at you. When, I, when I'm too loud. You always, get, mm-hmm. you always give me a look. You always give me an angry look. Uh, I was talking to Lindsay, our friend Broomhead oh. Lindsay. Mm-hmm. Lindsay Joe. She was remarking about how uh, she found it funny and so that she didn't expect that when we te- tend to record this show together, uh, that we do not look at one another. <laughs> <laughs> and that is pretty funny. <laughs> and now we're just looking at each other and I'm trying to look at the show and then I'm looking at you and then I'm looking at the show and then I'm looking at you and then I'm looking at my notes and then I look at the show it's and you're confusing. looking at pictures of Steve Mnuchin. You love Steve Mnuchin. Yeah, I've Mnuchin. got him on my on my corkboard behind my computer. <laughs> Just lots of pictures of Steve Mnuchin cut out like hearts. Steve Mnuchin. Mnuch. The Mnuch. We already have we already had the Mooch. He came in here. He was a bad guy. We thought he'd be a good guy. He was a bad guy. So we got Mnuch now. Now we got the Mnuch. Mm-hmm. Remember the remember Mooch? Remember that guy? Mooch? No. Who was he? I've you, forgotten. There's if so you many saw people. him, you'd totally remember him. The Mooch. I can't remember his first name. I, fu- I think it was Steve. No. Mooch? He was like, hey, I'm the guy. I'm the fucking Mooch. And like Trump hired him to do something. Is and it that fun- actor who played like Charlotte York's friend on Sex and the City? <laughs> What's his Who's name? Who's that? Who's that? I can't remember. His name's Andrew Mario Cantone? Yeah, Mario Cantone, right? No, he's kind of like that. He's he was very much. <laughs> yeah, are you asking seriously if he was like Mario Cantone? Yeah, yeah, because exactly. he was. Yes, yeah. that's who it is. It's oh, that Anthony guy. Scaramucci. Yeah, the Mooch, and he hired him to like I don't know do something. And so then, we got like, the Mooch and we got the Manooch. And then he fired him like three days later. The Mooch. Yeah, it's July twenty like, first to July thirty first, two thousand seventeen. <laughs> Hey, I'm the fucking mooch over here. I got a lot of things I want to say to Donald Trump. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. All right, Rachel, start the episode. Fooling. Start the episode for God's Fooling. Sake. Fooling, not fooling. 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 With an apostrophe. Can you hear the apostrophe in the fooling? Oh, when you say it, I can, because you mm-hmm. do a great job. I Thank you. I really tried. Um. Mm. So this is a JT Liberty episode. Yeah, which sounds like it should be great, but it's not. I mean, it's it's, not, it's newsworthy. Yeah, I mean, what the problem with the episode is that this is the we find out that Liberty's pregnant episode, but they just kind of like I, I just am shocked that they throw it all in one episode. I am like, too. We barely saw anything of this relationship other than them um, having some fun and making jokes and making out sometimes, but like being a couple of goofballs. Apparently, they've been having so much sex too. Oh, they've been banging it out. And with king size condoms that fell off because we remember that uh, that JT York has a teeny peeny. 
Oh yeah, he has a very small penis. He has a very teeny peeny. Yeah, it's not a hot Peter by any stretch of the imagination. It's not a hot Peter. It's a teeny peeny. <laughs> Did not forget that from last week. <laughs> he does not have a hot Peter. Yeah. So we start out with uh, Liberty and JT. Uh, Liberty learning how to drive JT's car, stick shift. She's she got. Does, yeah. She's got my shoes that I used to own when I was oh, yeah. uh, in the in the early mid two thousands. I had these. They show two shots of Liberty shoes, and this is my only MVO reference this episode. Um, but these shoes are like kind of like tennis shoes, but kind of like ballet flats. And then they have lace ups like across the arch of the foot and then around the um, ankle. And she has pink ones, and I had black ones, and I wore them like pretty much exclusively for like three years. And they were the best shoes ever. Yeah, you'd love those shoes. I knew the end. <laughs> if I could buy them now, I would buy them now. I they thought could, she was wearing a pair of ballet slippers. I'll be honest with you. They make you feel like a ballerina, but not. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Is that yeah. a good feeling? That's a good. Yeah, feeling I just want to be a ballerina every day. It's a hard gig. It is. Yeah, my actual feet would look horrible if I were a real ballerina. Like they'd just be a bunch of broken toes. Murder on your on the old uh, the old dogs. <laughs> yeah. They're gonna you know say on the Orient Express. It's <laughs> like trying to figure out how you're gonna make that's that. That's what into I call. A joke. That's what I call my feet, the Orient Express. The or- Watch out! Because he walk all the way to China on them. <laughs> <laughs> Murder on the old Orient Express. <laughs> yeah, uh, Liberty. Uh, this uh, uh, Liberty's get. Uh, we find out Liberty's pregnant in this episode. She's pregnant with JT's child inside of yeah. her body, which yeah. is fucking crazy to think. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it felt very anticlimactic because, like you said, we haven't seen a lot of Liberty. Basically, we've yeah. just seen them be like goofs at the prom and in a hot tub once. Yeah, and like things seem fine except for that Liberty's being a little bit harsh on JT's jokiness. And is saying Liber- that he's not like serious enough for a real job and he can't be an entertainer and blah, blah, blah. And he doesn't know why Liberty's being really hard on him all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he, at that point doesn't know that she's got a, uh, his child uh, growing inside his of her body. Seed. So Liberty is like, uh, it's uh, yeah his seed. He's planted his seed inside of Liberty. <laughs> I was like waiting for you to get that. <laughs> he's planted his seed inside, inside, inside of a uh, Liberty's uh, body. Mm-hmm. And now she's growing her it. uterus. She's growing it. <laughs> so Liberty is the school president. She's mm-hmm. got a lot on her mind. She's very stressed out okay. about school. Yeah. And, um, <clears throat> and JT is looking to have a lot of fun. He's, he's trying to, she's going to, the first order of business that she's uh, dealing with is watching the auditions for the person who reads the morning announcements. Mm-hmm. And he wants to audition and she's not into it. She does not think that uh, uh, entertainment is a practical career path for him. Toby overhears this and Toby, Toby coming in with some very low key misogyny here, uh, (laughs) trying to get, you got to be the man JT. He wants wants JT to like man up. And Mm -hmm. uh, JT's like, well, you know, I'm getting, I'm getting a lot of, manly time insinuating that they're fucking and at this point we still don't really know if they're fucking or not if he's lying they haven't really been that clear about it until they comment later about having been sleeping together all summer to be fair i don't i said fucking mm-hmm. i'm not so sure jt fucks i'm not sure that they sleep together either yeah have i don't sex. know what it is they I do don't know. i guess they have sex is there another phrase that i'm not thinking of 
They don't make love. They don't oh, fuck. No, no, no. They, they do not don't, make love. They don't slam it down in the old bone zone. I don't think. I can't imagine that their sex would ever be the subject of a porn. <laughs> no, it's like <laughs> I, my guess is. <laughs> my guess i'm gonna speculate how okay. two teenagers fuck uh-huh. or have sex uh right now mm-hmm. my guess is uh liberty oh man uh lays down and mm-hmm. gt gets the top of liberty uh but like lays his whole front on top of her whole front so he just yeah. like lays like there dead sandwich, yeah. and doesn't really move his top part and uh-huh. then just uh uses like the just butt up butt down butt up butt down butt up butt down until it's done and it's done real fucking quick <laughs> yeah like a sandwich basically he's a sandwich they're, they're a sandwich. jt liberty sandwich with the and with nothing in, in the middle it's just two breads <laughs> two pieces of bread with nothing in the middle and then he's just like like this rich like this mm-hmm. so it's like <laughs> but he, has, can't but see he has such a tiny penis like that that would and just he doesn't even get that high up yeah <laughs> it doesn't go now, it comes all the way out fair to be fair mm-hmm. stack of dimes mm-hmm. could be a reference to the girth of his penis it might it be a be long, long <laughs> like a straw <laughs> might be yeah like, I mean, length is one thing, but girth is very important. I'm almost 40 years old. <laughs> Are you excited for your 40th quarantine birthday? <laughs> oh, God, I couldn't care less about my birthday. Uh, hilarious, though. It's like a straw. But as long as we're talking about teenagers' penises, it's fine. <laughs> it's probably, like, so bad and uncomfortable <laughs> when they actually have sex that it feels like a legitimate straw. <laughs> Like a hard plastic straw. Yeah, just poking things at the wrong angle. So, so uh, <laughs> JT still is unaware that she's pregnant, and um, he he realizes she's stressed out. So he's like, you know what? Th- tonight we're going to go to the movies with our friends. Their friends being Toby, mm-hmm. Emma Nelson, Manny Santos, and that's it, right? Mm-hmm. So they go to the movie theater. Paige is working. Paige is like, I can't believe all of these people. Like, it's very weird. Paige is like mm-hmm. mad. She's like, there's 20 movie theaters. First of all, no, there's not. And you all only come to this one as if she like doesn't want people that yeah. she is friends with to know she works there. They know. Mm-hmm. They know. They know. So they order concessions. JT orders a extreme corn bucket. <laughs> Extreme corn. Extreme corn. I spit all over the microphone. If I had had coronavirus, it would be infected right now. Extra, extra, extreme corn. <laughs> I, I like the idea that Canadians don't call it popcorn. It's just like, can I have a thing, a pot a of corn, corn please? I'd like, I'd like some corn. They view corn multiple ways. The popped kind is just corn. On the cob is just corn. Just corn. Can I have the corn stick? Uh, peas. They're just corn. Yeah. Green corn. They just call mm. peas green corn. <laughs> what are we having? Green corn for dinner? Oh, um. God. So he orders the corn bucket, and then Liberty overhears. Imagine if I had a daughter and I named her Liberty. It'd be kind of awesome. Liberate. 
Liberty. So well, Liberty maybe not now. <laughs> Liberty overhears JT bragging once again to Toby about, about all the banging they've been doing. Mm-hmm. And she gets very upset. And she says, maybe this will teach you to keep private matters private. And she pulls his pants out and she dumps a whole soda with ice down his pants. How big and baggy are his pants that she can just pull his pants out without it being weird or awkward or... Yeah, he's got like, no, I guess he doesn't have a <laughs> braided belt on. <laughs> Something like that. Um, So he's like, what the fuck, dog, right? Yeah, oh. he's like, I, respect me a little bit. Yes, that's when he says, respect me, Liberty. She says, grow up, JT. Respect me, Liberty. Then Liberty tells him that she's pregnant. Only, she doesn't know for sure. Mm-hmm. She hasn't done a test. Three months. And, and she tells him when they're driving to school and he runs the car into a bus shelter and it shatters. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> it's yeah. pretty dramatic. Maybe don't tell someone you're pregnant when they're driving. Well, she doesn't know yet when is a good time well, to tell someone you're pregnant. Yeah, this is true, but that was not a good time. Liberty, all of the, and listen, obviously this is a heady time. This is a very serious time, very stressful for her. But all of the fun and joy of Liberty that we love has zapped from her, which is realistic. I'm not yeah. I'm not saying it should she should be like cracking jokes or wearing goofy outfits, but you know, it's a little bit of a bummer. It just doesn't, it doesn't feel like the fun Liberty at all. And she's just like so worked up in a weird way too. Like, and she would, the only thing that's weird about it to me, it's not, it's not totally out of character. I guess like her judging JT as being not able to handle this is completely reasonable. But some part of me is like, but they were so close. Like, wouldn't she just tell him? Like, I was surprised that she didn't tell him. I know. I wonder what, what, what the mindset is there. Is it like, it doesn't seem like she's trying to like bury it or deny it. It's just more, I think it's that she realizes this guy's a fucking goof, goofball. Yeah. And I think that that's where she's like, Oh God, how are we going to have a child together? And what are we going to do? And so I think the reality of it is like, she can't understand how he can handle this. She tells him, she tells him it's been three months, but she doesn't know for sure. And he kind of is like, well, you got to get a test. And he, she says, a woman just knows JT, which is, I don't know. I'm not a woman. I mean, I I've never been that. pregnant, so I can't say, but I've heard that from some people. But then there's also the people who don't know that they're pregnant and give birth in a toilet nine months There's a later. whole TV show about them. And like Peggy Olsen, you know, like I just got through that whole first season of Mad Men again, where she's pregnant with Pete Campbell's baby and doesn't mm. know she's pregnant. I love Samantha uh, Moss, Elizabeth Moss. <laughs> it's like Samantha who. <laughs> I love Elizabeth Moss. She's the great. She's the greatest. She's the greatest. Elizabeth Moss is such a good actor that I forgive her Scientology. She's the only person whose Scientology I forgive. Not Bex? No. He's also apparently not Scientologist anymore. Oh, okay. Wasn't he another one that's like parents were Scientologists? Because yes. I give all the ones whose parents were Scientologists a little bit of credit because they were I, raised in it. Also, yeah, but I was raised Catholic. I fucking figured that shit out really quick. Yeah, yeah. I got this feeling in my blood. I'm gonna What's wake that my feeling? Son up. I'm going to wake my son up. <laughs> Has he been sleeping better? Adrian's outside being like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, because he doesn't <laughs> he doesn't nap anymore. Mm. So this has a really been a really fun time for my son to drop his nap in the middle of no fucking No breaks quarantine. in the day. No, not a single goddamn break. So JT 
Uh, I just sniffled, snorted right into the microphone. Enjoy that broom heads. <laughs> so JT goes to the grocery store to, or the pharmacy to buy a pregnancy test. Mm-hmm. And this is comedy. Mm-hmm. This is very funny. There's mm-hmm. a grocery store clerk who is just acting with her eyes. She doesn't say mm-hmm. a goddamn thing. She's so good. She's so good. He walks in. She's like, what? And then he goes over to check the pregnancy test. And of course, because he's trying to be like sly, knocks them over, bends down, picks it up, comes up and is face to face with like a dad with a baby in a fucking, what are those things called? I should know. Yeah, I was gonna say you should know. Baby he's got a baby strapped that's to his in the front. chest. Yeah, and he like and looks like up and he's under the family planning section. Like, and, yeah, and then he brings it to the clerk, and the clerk's like, "Oh, interesting." Which, if I'm JT, I'd be like, "Check it out." She I says, fucking, "No I fucking words." Mean, no, she says, "No words." She just acts with those eyes. She steals the episode. I'm just really had, does. I had to move the microphone. Is that okay? It's fine. I didn't hear anything. <sighs> So, so oh. then they go and then more comedy ensues. Cause then they go, she, Oh, she's pregnant. She f- takes the test. She pees on it. She's pregnant. Yeah. They and, go, well, they have a little moment with Danny. Oh, right. Danny Van Zant. Yeah. Dan- because JT is, is standing outside the bathroom while Liberty's taking the pregnancy test and Danny Van Zant comes up and is like, Oh, you're going to be waiting a while. <laughs> I knew that was your favorite part. <laughs> I was like, you can't skip over that. That's so good. <laughs> Danny insinuating <laughs> that his sister is taking a really long shit <laughs> and that that's a normal turn of events. Mm-hmm. Uh, Liberty, she's always <laughs> taking huge dumps in the bathroom. I was wondering if it's like, does it mean she like takes long showers? But it can't because they know the shower's not running. Exactly. Uh, Liberty, she's always in there shitting always for an shitting. hour. God bless. God bless. Giant dumps. Do what you got to do. You got to take a long dump. You got to take a long dump. What can you do about it? (laughs) It's it's just what happens in the world. You got to poop. So she's pregnant. Danny Mm -hmm. Van Zandt. That was so funny. I did forget about that. Yeah. You're going to be waiting a long time while she's shitting. Forever. So uh, they go to school. JT is once again going to, this is more comedy. JT is going to try out for the announcements. And, uh, and uh, as Heather, he's doing. Heather Sinclair has just been in there. She had yeah, a she dangler. Had, Toby tells him that she had yeah. a boogie, boogie hanging Yeah, that's house. like the one thing he had to tell him. So um, JT's like reading this announcement about the, the girls uh, track team or something. And all of it is like pregnancy related. Just like uh, they're gonna. What does he say? Something about they're gonna have. A, they got not. Oh, he. They got. They knocked. It's supposed to be like they knocked out the other team. And he's like they knocked up. Uh, I mean, out the other team. <laughs> and now they're gonna get a berth in the playoffs. And he's just like freaked out, and he runs out. Just saying the wrong thing repeatedly. Yeah. So then, does he talk to Toby? Is that what happens next? Um. I think he talked to Toby. I don't remember exactly. I'm like right around that point too. Mm-hmm. Um, but he like, I was like, actually, hold on a second. Let me just figure out where I am with this stuff. Oh yeah. So he does, he does the morning announcements thing and then kind of runs out because he's fucked it up so much. Um, and that, yeah, that is when he goes and talks to Toby and Toby's playing with their, old remote controlled car 
Um, yeah, it's cute. It's a cute moment. It's it's a sweet moment. Um, and JT is like, Liberty's pregnant. I don't know what I'm going to do. And Toby tries. Like, he's like, you could talk to the counselor or like, <laughs> yeah. you could do this. Toby never bats an eye, though. He's never like, uh, uh, he never like kind of gives any like weird encouragement or like toby or... is not having any sex and all these people he knows are getting pregnant <laughs> yeah toby and kendra probably touched he probably touched her boobs at one point you think i don't know i don't know i'm just assuming yeah, you're just maybe. assuming yeah but i didn't see he maybe like grazed them like an over the shirt oh like an accidental like touching <laughs> yeah yeah no while they were like kissing maybe he like put his hand he did de- they definitely kissed yeah that's true um, so, so th- throughout all this, we did make sort of mention of this. Liberty is not suffering JT. He, she, she's tired of his jokes and to JT, he's like, these are all the things that she used to like about me. So why is all of a sudden now, because she's pregnant, I'm like, I, I, I can't win. Everything I do mm-hmm. is wrong. So she start. they, they finally have this like fight. Mm-hmm. Where is it? Where does the fight In happen? school. In school. And uh, JT is like, uh, they break, they break up. He breaks I'm up with her. Fucking really burying the lead here. Um, yeah, <laughs> but in in a way that like, and we talked about this a bit last week, like that it felt like a perfectly good reason to break up with someone. Um, they were both right. She couldn't trust that he would be like. A normal but she, human. but she didn't let him have a chance to either. Very much so. She didn't like tell him about it. She didn't deal with it. And she also does bring up that she's never had to ask for help before. Like she's been able to do everything herself. And so she's kind of dealing with this in a way where she's like taking over all of the responsibility, but she also is not is pretending like it doesn't exist. Like yes. she didn't actually take a pregnancy test. She's not actually like going to doctor's appointments or like figuring out what her plan is or anything like that. She doesn't want to talk about abortion when yeah, yeah, JT brings it up. Cause um, the writers were like, been there. We got to figure something else out. What can we do? What else um, could we do with pregnancy? Um, it's so funny. I um, watched all of euphoria a couple months ago i guess now already um for my class and there's an abortion scene in euphoria that is like they actually are in the the room while it's happening which is like i'm like oh things have come far but only for hbo they did that no they did it in little fires everywhere too oh yeah they did it on little fires everywhere too Yeah. yeah both of those actually um had pretty not i wouldn't say graphic because there's nothing particularly graphic about an abortion because you don't really um see anything but like you know people in the room actually having the abortion yeah. rather than just talking about it in a waiting room right totally i i thought they did a, i thought the little i have not seen euphoria so i can't speak to it yeah. but i thought the little fires everywhere thing was great i i thought it was like very yeah they did a really good job with yeah. both of them back to liberty though no abortion um she yeah, she's not even letting JT have an opportunity to have any say or to have any to contribute or to offer any support in any way. Like, because she yeah. just, she pretty much has just ruled him out as like, oh, well, this relationship was fun, but you're too jokey. You're, you can't be like entertaining as in a serious career. Um, yes, which I think is very much. 
a lot more, not a lot more, but it's a lot about Liberty and sort of like her biggest flaw, I think being, it's less about JT and more about how she's a bit of a control, I don't know, Mm -hmm. control freak is the thing we're allowed to say anymore, but Mm -hmm. she's like, she wants to sort of dictate how this is going to go. And then, so she's taking that and sort of like putting negativity on JT. Whereas like you said, JT never had a shot. She never gave him a chance to do it. So she's just kind of like doing Liberty and not even letting JT really come around. But by Mm -hmm. the same token, she's, justified a little bit because he's like he is a goof i mean i'm looking at the two of them right now they're walking down the hallway in school together and her backpack is like so it's up here it's so high and his is like down at his butt like (laughs) he's too carefree he's too casual he's got a necklace on who is he liberty he's got lacrosse boy hair it's like jt turns and goes hey liberty oh my god you know what I think somebody died in the Yukon and took over my body. It's like a ghost. I'm the ghost of Medio. Ha! Liberty, seriously. That's it. That's all I had for that. It's very Uh, good. uh, good. Yeah. So they, I mean, they come to a great um, ending in the Shiler Stone of the episode where um, they have broken up. They've broken up. They break up before that. And then, yes. JT comes back to Liberty and he's like, hey, you know, I, even though I, I broke up with you, I still want to be like, I'm here to support you. I got a job at the pharmacy with that lady who can act with her eyes. So hopefully she comes back because she's great. I want them to get into a relationship. Mm -hmm. Oh, that would be wonderful. (laughs) She's great. They bring her in as a mid-season character replacement. <laughs> yeah. Get rid of Chester, but we know what we got. We got this pharmacy Fucking lady. Chester. Uh, so, yeah, she, he says, I'm not going to just walk away from this. Mm-hmm. And, and Liberty says, well, we're not back together. And he says, I know, but I'm not going to walk away from this. And that's pretty good. Yeah. And, like, it's just odd, I think, because we've seen so little of their relationship. Mm-hmm. But it was a, yeah. it was a long. They were together for most of the last season, presumably through the summer. I'm not presumably, yeah, yeah. certainly through the summer. And now that's here. when they were having all that hot sex. Yeah, they were having all that like slapping <laughs> just chests on top of each other and leaving them there, <laughs> and then just banging that. Pe- like she doesn't even move, and he just like <laughs> with his tiny penis, tiny pe- small penis, trying to get that kind of like wet slapping sound i mean is it wet <laughs> i don't know sweaty bodies maybe oh maybe. i don't know that it gets to sweaty yeah i don't know that they get to sweaty it is the summer so maybe yeah it's just sweaty. so maybe i don't know how hot it is in toronto toronto yeah, no, whoa. toronto uh uh so the shyler stone on uh those two mm-hmm. god bless all right we're done yeah oh except for the two out of ten what except for the B-story! It's not the A-story, it's the B-story, not the C-story or the (laughs) D-story. We tried to, I tried to write a haiku for this last week and then I forgot what my haiku was. (laughs) Well, I said this was as slim a B-story as the last week, so you could probably do it it in a haiku. 
This is uh, Spinner and the Great Darcy, one of the greatest so far characters. Rachel is a big fan of this character. Darcy, take it away, Rach. So flat. Sinead Grimes Beach. <laughs> She's just Sinead Grimes at this time. Sinead Grimes Beach. <laughs> so. Uh, it works. Steve Winwood never fails. Darcy Grimes Beach and, and Spinner in class together. Darcy uh, Grimes Beach. DGB, Darcy Grimes Beach. DGB. She's like the great Archie B. RBG, sorry. Darcy Grimes Beach. So Darcy Grimes Beach and Spinner are in the same Miss Kwan class, the Lin Lin, 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 Lin class. Lin. So I'm assuming English, maybe drama. I don't probably likely English. I think it's English class. Um, because Spinner is held back a year. We don't yes. really Yeah, know. yeah, yeah. He was held back because he got kicked out of the school for getting Jimmy shot. But he also like was held back in something like years ago because he was just so bad at it. Um, school? It's school, yeah. So he's giving Darcy Grimes Beach school advice. Um, and... <laughs> got you that's like the thing it's like of all the things that's not the thing i would have expected. well i like but. when we coin silly names for certain characters like Mario, darcy you know, grimes darcy beach. grimes beach hot sue lacas hot peter uh, peter lacas uh when we call him archibald rupert simpson yeah i like archibald that rupert snakes because then they become like characters outside of the show like Stacey now darcy, yeah darcy grimes beach is now like her her own thing is her own thing. Um, so she's asking Spinner for <laughs> school advice, which is not a good idea. And they're yeah. kind of uh, hitting on each other really poorly. Yeah. She talks, says that his flirting is very bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is not, there's not a lot here. Jimmy's still not talking to Spinner. Mm-hmm. Sinead Grimes Beach is kind of, sorry, Darcy Grimes Beach is kind of like into him, but not. Mm-hmm. Maybe we don't know. He, yeah. She knows he's going through a thing. So mm-hmm. she says, well, why don't you come and hang out with me? Does she let him know that it's like a club before yeah, she's like, a friendship I think club? So, but I don't know if she told him what friendship club was. Friendship club, friendship club, friendship club, friendship club. Um, yeah. Friendship, friendship, club. friendship club is just a bunch of Jesus lovers. I said earlier, I did say this last week, if we would have, rem- if we would have like remembered this show better, mm-hmm. uh, we would have remembered that friendship club could have been a name for this podcast mm-hmm. and it could be a name and a new name for the broomheads and the dope monkeys. Cause mm-hmm. I know they're different. The broomheads and the dope monkeys are not the same. They're different. They're different. Is there a Venn diagram of the two? Yeah. Is friendship club where they meet? Yeah. Friendship club is the middle. <laughs> That's the middle. So Friendship Club is a Christian. It's a group. Christian group. Um, and nothing against people who are Christian. We were both raised Catholic. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of things against people who use Christianity as a weapon against other people, mm-hmm. which is a lot of people who call themselves Christians. I won't say it's all. It's definitely not all, but it's a lot of people. It's the loud yeah. ones. Yeah. Um, but Spinner is rightly freaked out by... <laughs> By Friendship Club when he gets there. Yeah, Sinead Grimes Beach is, sorry, Darcy Grimes Beach is um, like the leader of this club. And they mm-hmm. hold hands and they say the Our Father. 
Mm-hmm. Right? It's so funny. Yeah. And yeah, Spinner's like, this isn't my scene. Darcy, and- go ahead. For someone who, like, I went to Catholic school and I know people who got into, like, groups like that, but, like, I was very much not into those in high school or middle school or ever, ever. Myself either. Uh, I didn't have people who got into any sort of, like, very serious religious. I know people who got into it briefly and then got back out briefly. Like, or they were just like, oh, no, that's not for me. Yeah. So he's kind of like just like so also it should be known like Darcy Grimes Beach is, is like what's going on like why what's up with your friends why don't they talk to you and he sort of Spinner sort of gives her like ah uh, you know some shit happened and and should I get into this now because this yeah, is the big yeah. the big crux of the whole thing yeah. is that well they go they go to the Dot Marie Jones they do go to right? the Dot Marie they Jones. go to the Dot Marie Jones and Spinner can get them a nice table because that's a perk of working there. Yeah, he's at the Dot Marie Jones. Mm-hmm. And um, so he, she, she, he doesn't lie to her. He admits that something went down. Well, this is actually what I was really going to get to when I was saying, like, should I get to this whole, the whole mm-hmm. big Darcy question? Mm-hmm. The whole, so Darcy. The Darcy dilemma. <laughs> there is a Darcy dilemma here. And now I, I could be both Rachel and the I. The Shanae talk- situation. Yeah. <laughs> The situation. We know we are mm-hmm. viewers of the show. We've seen the show. Yeah. We know that Darcy Grimes Beach was on a good portion of last season. She was at the prom. She was at mm-hmm. Emma's house when Chester showed up for the first time. She was at the car wash that Spinner had with the where he hugs Manny for the first time in the whole mm-hmm. break. So she has been around now. They have now brought this character into the show as if she's never met any of these people because <laughs> Spinner is explaining everything. He's like, you know, uh, last year there was a shooter. Now she was there. She, she was there. Now I, I cannot speak to if we saw Darcy Grimes beach before Jimmy was shot. We may not have. But she was there for the car wash, which is before he is got before. Shot. Yeah. So, and she plays dumb. Like she didn't. Now my question is, is this like a completely different character from the character that Shanae Grimes played last season? Because they were like, Oh, she's good. Let's bring her on full time and let's make her a new student. Because this feels like this is a new student. I know it's the same name though. Um, and her name clearly was she's been there. Um, but I wonder if, like, if this means then that, like, a lot of people in the school don't actually know <laughs> what happened, right? It's like, no one in the school know about the shooting, even though they were all there. And like and that a boy killed himself in yeah. the middle of this. Yeah. Like, obviously. So it's very confusing. That, that to me was a little confusing. Like, now maybe she's just, like, playing dumb and trying to see if Spinner will tell her the truth. But also, has Spinner never seen this person? Is the school that big? Right. But it can't be. Because I feel like we follow the same twelve people, so it can't be that big. <laughs> the school could could absolutely be that big, but we know that Darcy is friends with Emma and Manny, mm-hmm. who is in the same orbit as Spinner yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. And Emma was involved in the fucking shooting. She almost got shot. So exactly, this, this person would certainly know that that happened. Mm-hmm. Anyway, here nor there, Spinner and tells. Like- I have, I mean, Darcy, I guess is in their class, but like, she's not really friends with anyone per se, really. So I'm like, who's her crew? 
Who's her but usual hangout buddies? She was friends with the cheerleaders because she was on the cheerleading. So she was friends mm-hmm. with Manny. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, she, uh, Spinner ends up telling her the full truth of mm-hmm. what happened. And he's like, you probably hate me now. I don't know if he says that. I feel like he doesn't say that at all. But mm-hmm. uh, she sort of says, oh, oh, so they're at the Dot Marie Jones. You tell mm-hmm. this because you're the Dot Marie Jones and Jimmy's there, right? Yeah, Jimmy's there and he rolls over and <laughs> he doesn't walk over. He rolls over. You could say he comes over too. I know I could say that, but like. Rolls his old bones on over. <laughs> Ferris Bueller, roll your old bones on over here, and I'll dig roll up those old bones. Um, I mean, like Spinner does say, not that long after that, he basically cut Jimmy's legs off. <laughs> so, like, well, that's like a term, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, cut his. But legs he off. comes over and he is like, you know what this guy did? This guy got me shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Essentially, yeah. yeah. Spinner is very uh, sad. Obviously, he's looking for something. And Darcy Grimes Beach jumps on him and tries to make him a Christian. She mm-hmm. says, he's like, well, w- w- what else do you do? And she's like, I like horror movies. And I like uh, the occasional UFC <laughs> Ultimate Fighting Championship. She sounds so lame. Like She's occasional. Occasional. They make yeah. mix CDs for each other. Oh, uh, yeah. They do some really bad flirting. Oh. And at the end... uh when Spinner assumes that she'll give up on him because she knows the truth, she doesn't. She says, you can't, uh, he's never going to be able to forgive you until you forgive yourself, which is actually, as far as Christianity goes, that's a pretty good. If there's one thing that I've noticed about Darcy rewatching this episode in the background is that her bangs are constantly in her face. <laughs> she needs a fucking haircut. <laughs> she mm-hmm. just keeps moving them. Mm-hmm just in the way all the time yes sweepy sweepy sweepy, very sweepy i like darcy grimes beach i know you do not this is where not yet i mean maybe i will later but friendship camp friendship camp did we do that already did i already do that no friendship club Oh shit! Fuck. Yeah, I was like, friendship wait, is friendship club, camp coming up? <laughs> friendship club. Friendship club. Uh, so she teaches him about forgiveness. Just trying to get down to the heart of the matter, but my will gets weak, <laughs> and my heart seems to better, and I think it's about forgiveness, <laughs> forgiveness, even if, even if. You don't love me anymore. Do you think that they made the pharmacy clerk act with her eyes so they could pay her less? Maybe. She's so great. <laughs> but no, because they'd never give her five lines. That's true. It's just the grocery clerk. Who sings that song that I was just singing? Don I was Henley? just I was gonna ask you. <laughs> Sounds like feels like a Don Henley song. I know the song. I just can't think of who I'm sings it. Learning to live without you now. Feels like it could be Steve Winwood. We'll look it up. Even if, even if you are Shania Grimes Beach, they got to forgive each other. That's the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? Are you looking up who sings that song? I think it's Don Henley. It came up with the Weird Al version. <laughs> the Eagles. Yeah, Don Henley. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the yeah. Eagles. 
the Eagles. What's the name of that song? Forgiveness, even if you don't love me anymore? I don't know. I didn't get that far. Oh. You just looked up. Through, how did you look it up? I just said, even if you don't love me anymore song. <laughs> oh, it came of the Eagles. Mm-hmm. I hate the Eagles. Anyway. Um, it's called The Heart of the Matter. Got it. So that's it. That's the episode. Yeah, that's it. We did it. We did it a second time. We talked uh, about this shitty episode two times. I just can't believe that the episode where Liberty announces that she's pregnant is like such a fucking bummer. Of it's, an, like, a, it's not a good it's, episode. It's dull. They did not build like uh, well, like good soap opera level desire. No, and for like, that. I mean, I think we talked about this before too, that like with Manny's episode, I feel like there was so much buildup and this felt kind of like, oh, okay, here's just like, we're just handing you that Liberty's pregnant, but it's not a big deal. Like, could you imagine a show now not milking this for like, not milking like Liberty knowing that she's pregnant for half a season before she tells anybody? It feels like it's not thought through at all. I think it's because of the way the show is. The show is not meant to be like, no, it's not meant to like tell a story over like multiple episodes. Cause like a show like this now, Liberty would find out in like, let's say the first episode of the season and Mm -hmm. JT wouldn't even know until like episode seven. Like that's how long they would like have that. And then by the end she'd, yeah, whatever. Yeah. We don't get a lot of insight into how the characters are feeling on this show. I got to say. No, very much. This is very plot driven. Not as much character driven. Yeah. So what do we do now? Uh, we do this thing where we rank the episode from a scale of one to 10 on how much it goes there. So we're not, I'm not going to do all preamble. Let's just get right into it. Rach, uh, you've seen the episode, uh, yes. Degrassi episode number f- uh, 504, mm-hmm. uh, Foolin. How much mm-hmm. do you think that it goes there? I said a six, yeah. which it might be too high. But it's hard to say because Liberty being pregnant feels like it should be a lot, but it doesn't, the episode doesn't feel like it deserves a sex. They obviously um, made a point to impregnate the least likely mm-hmm. Degrassi character because mm-hmm. Liberty is, you know, the very like sort of uh, goofy, uh, headstrong, uh, doesn't understand, doesn't like pay attention to it. I, I think she's a little uh, on the spectrum. I've said that before, not in a bad way, but she's very much like not uh, attuned to social cues. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, I had a hard time finding getting JT to even go out with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in that respect, like I get what they're doing. Uh, it's, 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 uh, it's, it's unexpected. If you, if you were watching mm-hmm. this episode in its first run, I'm sure it would have was shocking when Liberty was pregnant. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I will also say a six, but it doesn't do it. There's a, this could have been a 10. Yeah. It could have been so much higher. And, um, and even six feels like it might be a stretch for like how the episode actually landed. It doesn't feel like a very go there episode. It just feels no. like uh, these two people boned and now she's pregnant. So. Yeah. Like, okay, whatever. King size uh-huh. condom lols. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Guys, if your dick's not that big, it's not, not a big deal. Don't don't buy the condoms. Don't buy the fucking king size condoms. Um, yeah. So Pat, we also like to pick someone in this episode who really shines. Just and, in this episode, or all? Well, in episodes. all of them. Oh, yeah. In oh, each right. episode. But right now we're talking about this episode. In this particular episode, episode five hundred four, full in. We're gonna pick. Each of us is gonna pick someone that will be our most valuable Degrassian. So mm-hmm. Pat, I ask MVD. you now, 
I ask you now, Pat, mm-hmm. who is your MVD? My most valuable Degrassian. Mm-hmm. Well, my most valuable Degrassian, I don't think goes to Degrassi, but Degrassian oh. in the greater sense. Uh, it's funny that you're pretending you don't know what my answer is. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, I, I was going to actually change it because uh-huh. we had done this once, uh-huh. but I'm not going to, I'm going to stick with the grocery clerk because I, I feel <laughs> <She's> like <so> good. <laughs> definitely when we recorded this uh, episode last week, we spent a lot more time on the grocery clerk. I feel like we gave her short shrift here. It's totally fine, but she's a she does great work. She's uh, the best. She's very funny. She's uh, the definitely the best thing in a rather lackluster episode. She doesn't learn a lesson. No, <laughs> she doesn't do much of anything except go, huh? What you? Just uh, say those <laughs> words, but she makes you know what she's thinking when JT hands her a pregnancy test. Yeah. It's so that's my MVD. She's great, honestly. And in an episode where a lot of people are kind of iffy, Stella the grocery great. clerk is that her name? Yep, Stella the grocery clerk. Stella, Stella. Um, I had chosen JT mm-hmm. because Tiberius York, yes, because I felt like how JT handled the whole pregnancy thing was actually very adult. And very, um, I think that breaking up with Liberty was the right thing to do, given the situation. He recognized pretty early on that, like, this was so wrong and she wasn't letting him in in any way. And it was time to to take a stance on that, at least. But to to not, I mean, they're going to get back together at some point anyway. But he kind of... Yeah. I, I think they do. But I think that he needed to kind of have, like, a grand... I wouldn't call it a grand gesture, but like it needed to be a very um, big thing, a big statement to let her know that like he's not okay with the way he's being treated. Ryan Cooley! (laughs) Ryan Cooley! (laughs) I love Ryan Cooley. It's a Def Leppard song. I don't. His face, he looks like, I don't, I don't love him. Ryan Cooley. He looks like he is the guy who gave the other actors like a lot of notes. Like I could just see him being like, well, you know, I think you really missed the emotion in that. Uh, not there. Uh, Daniel. What's his name? Dan, what's Clark. That? Daniel Clark. With his eyebrows. Daniel Clark would be like, fuck you, you asshole. Punch him right in the mouth. Ryan <laughs> Cooley. Ryan Cooley. <laughs> I love Ryan. No, I don't love him, but I like singing about him. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. What do you we think? Did it. We did it. We got through it all. We Can did an episode it? and it's been saying it's in this corner here has been saying, saying recording, recording. The whole so we're time. not going to mess this up this time. And by we, I mean me, the broomheads are probably like, what the fuck? These idiots said they were going to have a show. Last and we week. didn't say anything about why we, <laughs> went, I know sorry, guys. I thought it's about very, it. And then I was like, oh, what am I going to say? We're all, it's been hectic for some Times of us. So fucking rough, man. Yeah. We're, we're getting, old people. We're trying to get there. We're figuring it out. I'm well, not, I'm much older than you, but we're both old much people. older. So old. So we can't figure it. We can't always no, do everything we can't right. Do this. Sometimes we're, we're, we're trying. We're trying. We're doing our old best. And our world got turned upside down and so did all of yours. So. Ryan Cooley. Some of the fucking broomheads don't even know Def Leppard. <laughs> we, well, we should be back next week. You know, fingers crossed. Um. And what else? 
follow us at Sparkle Spaz twenty eight mm-hmm. on Instagram. That's the big one. Mm-hmm. Go to Facebook at uh, Dean Podcast, right? Yeah, D E E M P O D C A S T Dean Podcast. And uh, write a review. Don't give us fucking four star reviews, guys. If you if you get to write a review, write five star review. Come on, <laughs> you don't know how this works. Just put the fucking extra yeah. star. What are you What are you yeah. taking a star off for? What do you? Mean, if you don't like our podcast, five. if you're if you don't like our podcast, you know you could always listen to other ones. There's well, other the other thing is, is if they gave it a four. Not that we're saying we even know if somebody rated us four. I have no idea, but I'm just saying if you rate a four, what's it different? What's just do a five? Five is better. <laughs> Is it, is it one, is, is it really four or five? It's the same thing. Just mm-hmm. put five. If you're going to write a two-star review, then maybe just tell us what you don't like about yeah. it instead. If somebody maybe made it, did a four. Mm-hmm. Probably like, uh, we don't like that pet's always singing all the time. So like to them, the, I say, Ryan Cooley. I most don't like all those say, tangents we go on. Most people, yeah, the, yeah. But that person gave us a five star review. They did. So I don't know who gave us God a four star review. We're not saying we know that anybody did. We're just suggesting that maybe <laughs> if you were thinking about it, just do five. It doesn't make any sense. Even if you went three, I would be like, all right, there's two stars worth of things you don't like. Mm-hmm. But how could there be one star worth of things you don't like? <laughs> <laughs> like it a four, you like it a five. It's the same. Exactly. It's the same thing. I like it, it's but probably, I wish Pat would sing a little bit less. <laughs> no, nah, they love the singing. Everybody always says they like the singing. You're the only one who doesn't like the singing. No, I know. Maybe I'm, you I'm gave joking. the four. I, I accidentally, I in my I sleepwalked and I gave a four star. Maybe review. you were thinking about all the singing. How you the only one who doesn't like it? When I sleepwalk, I leave bad reviews on things. It's four is not a bad review, but it just no. fucks up the algorithm. Guys. It's a Come on. good, not great. Yeah, it fucks up the algorithm. We're trying to get a. We're trying we to want get people to people's... listen to our show. Paul Abdul's not going to listen to the show. <laughs> people... We need Kevin Smith to find the show. Paul Abdul's definitely not going to listen to the show. Paul Abdul. Uh, you can also write us an email at every episode ver at gmail.com. Oh, Pat cut off his thumb. Yeah. And he just showed me. Uh, yeah, you can write us an email. You can give us a call at uh, Rachel's phone number is 503-653-1281. You can't give us a phone call, but we'll probably Zoom soon if you guys are going to get ready. Yeah. We're going to do a couple more episodes, get a couple more episodes in the bank, and then we'll Zoom so you can yell at us about stuff. Because Not that yeah. you did. Nobody yelled at us in the Zoom. No, but we want to be able to talk about some of the episodes. And I feel like we need to get a few more under our belts first. We like to be, uh, uh, yeah, we like for people to hip us to things. Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah. So I guess that's that's the episode for this week. We'll we will hopefully be back next week if I don't fuck anything up. No, you didn't fuck it up, please. It's not your fault. It's just (laughs) the whole thing is crazy. Everything's crazy. And we're tired all the time. But we love you all, and we're yeah, glad that we, we get, get to talk about Degrassi. Yeah, for sure. This was this is a great one. This was better than the one you did. You're not going to hear. Yeah, I think we're Rachel more was in it very today. crabby in that one. So I was in fine. a bad mood. I was just kidding. She didn't come off crabby. You I was super crabby. Apparently, you wouldn't have known. She was crabby. She's crabby. Super crabby. Got a serious case of the Mondays. Oh God! <laughs> it's Garfield over here. All right, pals. We'll see you next week. Do kids know Garfield? Yeah, right. Garfield. I hope still, so. Garfield I hope they know around. Garfield. <laughs> I don't know if like Garfield's transcended. Is he a thing? Like, did they know Heathcliff though? Probably not. 
Oh no, like Heathcliff is long gone. Heathcliff, Heathcliff, no one should terrorize the neighborhood. And does is normal still around in the Garfield world? Is no. the Garfield world still around? I don't know that it is. It's, I don't read the comics anymore. No, I don't know. I don't get no, the paper. who does? Nobody reads <laughs> the comics. They're not in the New York Times online, I got to say. I don't, I would be, the I only, think Garfield is ubiquitous, but. I follow, I mean, I, I see the New Yorker cartoons on Instagram. That's about all I got. You fucking snob. <laughs> but they're so funny. You fucking snob ass snob. I don't actually get the New Yorker though. I just follow them on Instagram. I would bet you all the broomheads know who Garfield is, and I would bet you they don't all know who Nermal is. <laughs> That's all I'm Nermal's saying. Nermal's deep cut, you know? Nermal's a deep cut even for, like... Normal people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I certainly normals. know. I so- certainly know who Nermal is, but, like, Normal yeah, normals. that's a deep cut. Mm-hmm. All right, pals. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Let us know on Instagram <laughs> if you know Nermal. <laughs> Raise your hand on Instagram on the post this week. Uh, if you if know you, normal. If you're big, big normal heads. Pat's just actually going to pick a picture of normal instead of one from the episode. <laughs> uh, or he's going to find the grocery store clerk. <laughs> the normal heads out there. I am going to fucking post an Instagram picture the of normal. normal stands. <laughs> All right, y'all. Get out of here. Get out of here. Go have a good weekend. <laughs>